in a world of dungeons, dragons, and devious DMs, four adventurers set out to save the mysterious land of Flow. I'm Frank Bunty. I'm Bonnerail. I'm Lord Sugar. I'm Draco Justice. And I'm Doddy, the resident DM. Nerd OD&D from the Nod Network. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, and wherever else you get podcasts. I'm stuck on this game. I'm going to write into this television program, and then in four to six weeks, when they film an episode, they might be able to tell me how to get past level 12 on Sonic Adventure Green Hill Zone. Hello, and welcome to this week's edition of the Nerd OD Podcast with your most fantabulous host, Reginaldo. And Dan... But I just want to add to the fantabulous host, Reginaldo. Also, it's the birthday boy, Reginaldo. It's the birthday boy. Well, at least this is kind of the birthday episode, right? Because, he, it we, is, you know. Because yeah. next week, I'll be really old. You will. You'll be like, you're at that age where you are currently young, and then you'll have your birthday, and then suddenly old. Yeah. That's how it works. Sad times. Yeah. Very sad, sad times. Guys. Trust me. Very sad times, Reg. <laughs> How old are you? Thirty-eight. Oh, Dan. Seven. I will be. Although you will I be thirty-seven. Thought, yeah, I genuinely thought I was going to be thirty-eight up until about two weeks ago. <laughs> All right. So, what, you know, there's, there's, there's like the slight. Ooh, I still got another year. <laughs> okay. What What but, happened? What What made you realise? We figured out I'm ten years younger than Ash's dad. Um, and then he was like, well, yeah, I'm going to be 47. I was like, oh, oh, I thought that I was, yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. And seems like born in 84, that makes, that makes perfect sense. Okay. Just, yeah. You you, you know what my maths is like, you know, I've failed GCSE maths three times, four times, certain amount of times. (laughs) I was like, that's because you didn't ask me to chew it here. Like Nina Myers did. Exactly. I think I would have been doing dead good if I had proper math skills. It was that, and when I went to reset it in um, thingy in college, it was our role boss in game. It was mm. her fault I failed because she was like, "You don't need college; just come back to <laughs> yeah, absolutely, just do this extra day." And I was like, <laughs> at that age where I was like, "I like money. <laughs> Money's good because it funds my booze habit." So I did, <laughs> and then I went back about four weeks later, and they're like, "You can't just decide to come back now." I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> So they told me to basically leave and not come back. How rude. All oh, right. Oh, so I did. Rude. I left and worked full time in game. Yep. And now look at you. You've made it now, Reg. You're a, a world, world renowned podcaster. Exactly. And, and I, w- I will say we are world renowned because I'm sure that we have people, not just in the UK, who listen. Even if there's one. You know, in a in a foreign country. Well, in fact, we know Pastor Scott. If you do, if you are still listening, I know you listen occasionally. He lives in America. It does, so and we have people in Australia. That we have to what? Us. People in Australia that listen to us. Yeah, and that's true. Or at least they used to. I hope they still do. They do. Hi. <laughs> so it's all good. We have yeah. Americans, and I, one of my mates. And in fact. They don't count, I think, I think now it's it's Sino because he is, you know, he listens. He listens all the time. Um, and ages ago, um, I was going to talk about it on a pod, but it was one of those pods that just, like, so much stuff happened that week yeah. that we had to talk about that I just I I lost lost track. I never got a chance to, uh, to regale the tale. Um, 
I ages ago when when we were young, me and my mate Steve Blair um, always used to to read like Games Master magazine and get you you know get all hyped up and excited for like the latest releases and stuff that are coming out. Also, did you know that the Games Master TV show is coming back? What? Right. Okay. So I thought we talked about this. But nope. Obviously, okay. never. Carry so, on with what you're talking about now, and then we'll we'll. Well, I'll, we'll I was gonna say I'll, to I'll do quickly go into this because there's not much to talk about, unfortunately, about it. It is coming back, but it's okay. not coming back to the extent we remembered it. Right. So it's, it's going to be some bad online thing. No, no, no. It's still going to be the you know the the original crew, so to speak, um, that that's coming out and doing it. The downside is it's all going to be based on celebrities doing challenges. So it's not going to be like how we used to do it. Okay. Um, which is a shame because um, it would have been ace to have it proper old school where you have, you know, people going up to uh, Patrick. Is it Patrick Moore? It was Patrick. Well, Dominic Diamond. Patrick yeah. Moore was just the yeah, floaty was head. the games master. Yes. Um, so it was, <laughs> uh, he's, it would have been ace to have like people going up to him going, I'm really stuck on level three of like this. How do I get past it? And then he's like, oh, let me check my knowledge bank. And then come back and be <laughs> well, like, that's oh, it's almost you're just obsolete now, right? Exactly. No one's no one's gone, I'm stuck on this game. I'm going to write into this, this television program. And then in four to six weeks, when they film an episode, they might be able to tell me how to get past level 12 on Sonic Adventure Green Hill Zone. Um, <laughs> It just doesn't happen now because you just go on the YouTubes and someone's like, hey, gamers, it's, it's Billy Joe 89. I'm going to show you how to get past level 12 and, you know, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Which, That's what you do now. Which is a downside because it would have been ace to yeah. have that back. But unfortunately now it's just going to be like, hey, can Joey Essex be another Zedless celebrity in yeah. like Mortal Kombat 11? I'm like, oh. Yeah, but a bit weird though when you've got actual gaming celebrities like probably really cheap gaming celebrities and i mean by by that it wouldn't cost them much to hire a bunch of twitch streamers who would then bring their audience in do you know what i mean yeah well there's a show on um on yeah. game network yes or whatever it's called now uh jinx that actually had um i can't remember what it's called it was called i think it was just called challenge me or something like that yeah and they they had yeah, like streamers going up against each other and whatnot, and that that was pretty all right. There was quite a few that was just horrendous, but there was there was quite a few that were pretty cool. Mm. Um, and, but, that, and look how cheap that channel is. Exactly, uh, I'm pretty sure if we asked them, we could get on there. Yeah, <laughs> to be fair, because <laughs> now they've got some show that used to be really informative, but it then changed. It was called the Daily Download, and it used to actually have just like gaming news on all the time. But that's right. now changed to just like. Hey, what we're going to do is look at like Instagram like stories and like funny meme clips and just talk about them, and then right then go, oh, here's what's happened in Dota League. Right, that's it. I was like, oh, right, okay. I remember this used to be a good show, but but now it's not. But harkening back to the uh, the good old days. Yeah. Oh yeah, saying, you had a point. Sorry. I, I, yeah, I did have a point about this, and then I just completely went over it. Um, but yeah, so in, in Games Master Magazine, they had this awesome competition um, that was going on that you could create a game and you had to do everything. You had to like design the characters, design like what the levels might look like, yeah. um, basically craft the whole thing on paper, um, send it into them, and then the winner got to go to a game studio 
I can't remember the, the exact game studio that it went to. Um, but you'd actually have your game completely made. And it was like, oh, my God. And because we were like other founder, we were like, we will do this. This is going to be amazing. So we sat off for ages and tried to formulate this like awesome game idea. Okay. Um, now, my artistic skills were horrendous. But Steve Blair was, he like, even now when I, he sent me this PDF file, like, the art's amazing. For like okay. he he genuinely is a, a really good drawer, and it's just a shame that it was my ability that probably like made us lose it. I say that there's probably people that made like you know Call of Duty back in the day and was like, "This is my idea. This is Call of Duty." And be like, "Yeah, this is good. Here's like a sticker, and sign this." And now we've got Call of Duty, and that's, that's how it. Call of Duty got made. Exactly. And um, whereas our one was just a platformer. Um, and it was amazing, and it was called The Adventure of Andy and Eddie. Um, and it was just a really, really fun-packed platformer that consisted of 11 levels that were apparently, according to this PDF, um, fun-packed and exciting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, winner. So <clears throat> Sign them up. This game was based on Planet Bonkers. Okay, yep. Were you... Was. Were you big, um, like, happy hardcore fans? <laughs> you know what? To listen to bonkers compilations nonstop. Looking at some of the character designs, <laughs> I think you might actually go that way. But we really weren't. Um, fortunately, but... Uh, not unfortunately, very fortunately, Rich, very you, you've fortunately. just You've not gone up or down, in my estimation, but you've stayed right where you are, and that's a good thing, because you, you, you would have plummeted. Fair enough. So uh, basically, we had um, Andy and Eddie. So Andy and Eddie were both abducted by aliens. Oh. Um, <laughs> so Andy was abducted, and Eddie was an experimentee in, right. this, uh, in this place that was shut down. Um, and I, what I will do is I will share this PDF on our Nerd OD page, okay. just so you can actually see the the artwork and read through all the amazingness and if someone out there is talented enough if they could create this game uh, that would be amazing i'm pretty sure now you could do it on you know like unreal the free unreal engine and do like a hell of a lot better than what we did but the artwork's ace so you've got that to go off and you can use my very very poor 13 year old um language to actually uh, to create this um, but I'm not going to go into full on details I'll just give you like a little tidbit of the, the character creation okay because um, I love the, uh, the the descriptions of our characters so you had Andy who had a machine gun for an arm and a blade for the other arm and <laughs> um, he looked like a bit of an army vet um, and so this is Andy he was the helpful type that would do anything to assist he would do nothing to hurt anyone or anything until that night he was taken from the planet known as Earth and put aboard a spacecraft where an unknown species of life started to perform a series of experiments on him, where his hands had been decapitated and replaced with guns. So notice I say replaced with guns there. And yet right. on the picture, he's got an assault rifle and a big, massive blade. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it shoots knives. It, it, it might have done. 
<laughs> so, uh, yeah, so decapitated and replaced with guns. As a guard came into Andy's cell to give him his daily rations, Andy slowly, but unknowingly to the guard, rose his gun and shot the guard in the head, which blew up and landed on the floor with a splat. Andy looked down and saw his feet had a green puddle of slime. Then Andy ran out of his cell towards the light that was coming from an unguarded window. But as he was running, he saw another cell with someone inside. So it shot the lock he was holding with the door tightly closed and gave it a mighty kick in the cell. There was another human being in there that had been kidnapped for experimentation. His name was Eddie. <laughs> and then you've got Eddie who just looks like what I imagine I would look like when we go back to work in the office. He's got a really tattered suit on, <laughs> um, bloodshot eyes, veins, really like needs a good shave and a really like nasty looking 80s tie. Um, so, yeah, pretty much what I'm going to look like when we go back to the uh, <laughs> back, back to the office full time in April. Okay. <laughs> um, so, Andy's little brief chat, uh, Eddie's one, sorry. This is Eddie. All he ever did and cared about was work. Then one night as he was working, in brackets, as usual, someone or something came up behind him and grabbed him by his mouth, dragged him to the alien spacecraft, and as the door of the spacecraft shut, Eddie shouted, but what about my documents? They need to be in tomorrow. <laughs> With that, the door shut. The next thing Eddie knew, he was chucked in his cell, his miserable, dark, damp cell. He stayed so long with no sound, except the drops of water, food or drink. He went crazy and ended up permanently deranged. When poor Eddie was talking to himself again, the shot of a gun disturbed him from his little chat. Then before he could blink, the door was kicked open and there stood in the doorway a tall, skinny figure. It shouted, come on, we're busting out here. Eddie followed the figure towards the window and on the way, grabbed some weapons. So that's the intro. Okay. Like, how how ace does that sound? Sounds, yeah. yeah. I mean, it sounds like a uh, it sounds like a great kids platformer, Reg. <laughs> it does. And then we've got this. So this was at the time when I think, I can't remember when 3D sort of illustration packages first came out. Okay. Like tinker with them. So we, we tried to create the actual world map, which for flat earthers would be very good because Planet Bonkers is very flat from <laughs> the look of this. Um, and the levels consist of an, um, I forgot, an incredibly clean pond. <laughs> so that was one level. Uh, so you better watch out for all the sharks and piranhas that lurk about the pond. Um, if you get to the end, you get rewarded with a can of fuel. So I think this is so you can get the plane and fly out. Um, you've got level three, which is the stapler. Can you defeat the dreaded stationary and dodge the flying staples? Eventually get to the other end and work out the puzzle to get to the mailbox. Ooh. And you had the magic mailbox, which was a level full of postmen from hell. And letters with attitude. <laughs> and when you get to the end, you have to collect the letter for the wise worm, flick the boots and hit them to glide mode and get back to the apple. So, you know, mm -hmm. it, it, it's got all sorts in there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love it, though, to be fair. Like, when he sent me this PDF, I was like, this, this was, I remember spending weeks trying to craft, like, the perfect level. <laughs> what do you think were, was their reaction when, when this competition, when whoever was running it received it? I think 
they I reckon they were blown away by the artwork. This is too good for, for this for, world. Because you had to be under a certain I think you had to be under the age of fifteen in order to do it. So I don't think they expected anything to be like, you know, the next fucking Sonic or like Mario. So No. I, I think they were they were they would have been really impressed with the artwork, but looked at the description for it and gone like yeah, so it says artwork by Steve Blair with the signature on every page, but the writing from that that lacy lad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we can't do anything with that. So, mm, and you were blacklisted yeah. ever since. And I think I've been blacklisted from the games industry ever since. Yeah, that's unfortunately. It. <laughs> so, yeah, such a shame because again, I will post a PDF because the artwork is ace, and I think everyone needs to see it. So I'll do that when we end it. But yeah, that was um that was a nice little blast from the past. And it's nice when you something randomly like that comes out in the blue. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, when Oliver's old enough and you know he's eleven and creating his own bloody Minecraft levels and all this sort of stuff and does like a far superior job than we can do, like be like, look what I did when I was a kid. And like, Dad, that's embarrassing, like that that the, you know, there's there's no no grammar corrections mm-hmm. going on whatsoever in your your writing. Like, I'm I'm really sorry, Oliver. I'll do better next time. I wish I still had some of the games me and my friends designed. We just used to just draw out levels. That was all it was. You know, nice. it'd be like, oh, and you go down here, and there's there'll be some spikes, and you jump over them around that, and it was that sort of stuff. That was fun. And uh, me and another friend, when I was in in primary school, we made a um. We made a, a comic comic book character. It was called Indiana Fluffball. And it was just the easiest thing to draw. I drew it all. It's so easy because it was just like a big, like sort of a, a, a messy circle. It was just a, just scribbles in circles with you eyes. You're very good at doing hat. circular mascots. <laughs> circular mascot. Oh, Wombat Fuzzle, you mean? Because good old Wombat Fuzzle. Yeah, but I didn't draw him. Imagine if you had to draw a Wombat Fuzzle. It would be like that, but then with an Indiana Jones hat and eyes and a and a sort of a utility belt. Um, and I can't remember the 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 um, the bad guy's name, but he was like a robot cat. Uh, I don't think it was RoboCat, but that would sound like a really obvious choice. Meonic, um, but don't know. But yeah, anyway, we used to like do a. A school newspaper slash magazine type thing, and there would always be a an Indiana Fluffball uh, comic strip in there. Oh, amazing! Yeah, See, fun it's, times. It's like I don't think I've got any of them. And say, so I wish that you could like because I got recently added to a, a Whitby High like memories page, you know, where everyone just starts like trying to set up all the the usual reunions and stuff, but discuss like old teachers and memories and stuff that come from it. And like it would have been ace if you've got one of them and then someone just found like your old letters there and could be like, Oh look, there's there's a comic strip. Yeah. I love that because you randomly your dad's like, Oh, by the way, Dad, here's this video of you doing this and like here's that and like awesome. <laughs> so it'd be ace if, if you randomly your dad just had one of those. Because that does sound ace. Yeah, well he does keep sort of finding different things. <laughs> Like the um, he, he, he um, completely unprompted. Even though we talked, we talked about it on the pod a few weeks ago, and he he said he didn't hear us talk about it. But he found my appearance, a video recording of my appearance on BBC TV, um, over the phone on one of those on that computer game show, Reactive, where I had to play Daytona USA to win a Game Boy. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's it's quite quite funny. I'll put it on, on Instagram at some point. It was quite obvious when you said it, but I was just like, you sound nothing like you. And you're like, yeah, my balls haven't dropped yet. And I'm like, right. That- <laughs> That's not quite how I described it, but yes, yeah, the gist of it. Yeah, I think you said my voice hadn't broke yet, but that was, I said it in layman's terms. <laughs> but yeah, always fun times, mate. Yeah. I wish I could find loads of my old stuff. But alas, all we've got now is future-proofing our society. Very true, very true. So, uh, what what do we need to talk about in 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 terms of um, Disney Plus this week, Reg? Apart from One Division, no. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know? I think One Division can wait until next week because it's the finale. It is. I think we'll just have a and lot. I, I, I annoyed Ash on Friday. Okay. Um, because it hit that time. Like Oliver went to bed, and the first thing she was about to chill out, and was like. Ah, uh, yeah, one division. She was like, originally after about six episodes, she was like, right, what we need to do is just not watch it, and then just binge watch it all when it's done. And I was like, no, it's it's very rare that I say no to to the yeah. wife. But I was like, it just no, works so well as a I weekly. Like, I can't do that. Thing, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it's it's like one of the shows that like obviously we talk about on this, but like in work and stuff, like I talk about it loads, and it's nice to build up that. Like, oh, what Jackie's going to happen next week, and da 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 da. And talk about it all. And I, it's one of those shows that is getting, you can't even get through the first day, like half of the first day without spoilers just popping up everywhere. Yeah. So it, it's one of those that you like avoid everything as soon as you finish work. Just like, right, okay, can we put yeah. it on now and watch it? 100%, yeah. So that's what, that's so now we've only got one more left because she begrudgingly watched it. Despite the fact she's like, we could just watch the last two. It's like, nope, like this is happening. So next on Friday, we can literally she- just. She she was gonna just watch the last couple of episodes. Yeah. So what she wanted to do was like she's up to six and then be like, right, okay, let's stop now. Let uh, okay. them all build up. Right. And okay. She has. Binge it. Okay. I see. I see. And yeah. I was like, no, we're not doing that. <sighs> no. No. I mean, it's the only thing that I find frustrating is that the episodes are so relatively short, but they're kind of. I guess it's it's sitcom timings isn't it it's like you know 25 30 minutes and then 12 minutes of credits yeah that's just, that's just disney plus just irritates me Dis- disney plus is irritating for for several reasons we're just this this is evening out all the the love that we've shown disney plus over the last few weeks when we just keep talking about it so now we're <laughs> going to complain about it it's annoying it, it two things one you can't skip um intros or like previously on on episodes mm. um and two um yeah the, the the credits on any official disney plus shows go on for, for like an hour like about 20 percent of the actual runtime of the show because it shows the credits and then it goes here's every single country and language version that we've done here's the credits for those versions as well and if you stop it when the credits start playing when you next go um, to watch the show it thinks you've still got episode to watch because it's like look at all the time left on this episode you haven't watched seven minutes of this episode so you have to fast forward to the end on each one yeah it's frustrating very frustrating i completely 100 percent agree it is a journey as well because you're like oh we've still got loads of time left but then the next thing you know the credits roll and still got like 14 yeah. minutes left and i'm like eh, no 
But we, um, so we've been watching obviously one division, and we ran out of other shows to watch. Um, so like, what what do we watch? So we went on Netflix, and we started. To be fair, we started watching Superstore. Don't know if you see yeah. it. Yeah, no, it's um, it's in it's in our list, ready to to give a go. You know what? It's funny. It's okay. very very funny. Um, like I, I can't remember. It's got like five seasons and just been renewed for six or something. Yeah, it's insane. Um. But we're having a really fun time watching that. So that's quite entertaining. But then we wanted something that wasn't just a sitcom. To sit off and just watch 20 minutes. Yeah, I agree. That's what we do. We have have generally two things on the go. One is a sitcom. So you've just got to like, right, on lunch break, let's watch something. And then you've got stuff you watch in the evening. So yeah. Yeah. So then we start watching, because I've seen it ages ago and I just completely forgot all about it. But we start watching that Lock and Key. Mm. Yeah. um, Which is based on a graphic novel um, series, which is for Dark Horse Comics, I think it yeah, is. Yeah, by Joe Joe Hill. So um, not that he advertises it, but the son of Stephen King. Ah, right, okay. Sort of makes sense now with like how trippy and weird the show gets. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, but it's, it's really good. So for those that, that haven't necessarily heard of it or, or seen it all, um, it's basically about some family um, that has a, a traumatic event happen. In other words, the, the dad gets killed in the first like two minutes of the okay. show. Yeah, so um, not really spoiler. So they move from their, their house where they are to a, a family home, like a family old estate in the middle of nowhere in some little like hit country town. Um, and this house has these magical keys in there, um, but only the kids can hear it. So like the adults even though one of the, one of the adults, like the dad's brother, looks after the estate, he has no memories at all about his childhood or his time in this house or anything along that. He just apparently can't remember anything, and he doesn't know why. He just genuinely can't remember. Um, so that was a bit weird. And as they start going through, they keep finding random keys. And the first key the kid finds, uh, the little kid finds, is a key called the Anywhere key. Mm. And he can open up a door and... And he goes, like, ice cream parlor. And he opens up the, the slot door. And then when he opens it, the ice cream parlor is through that door instead of the cupboard. He's like, ah, weird. And then he finds another key and then another key and another key. And I won't go into what all the keys do because I wholeheartedly recommend watching it. Um, but one of the, the random keys now, which is really cool, is called the head key. Um, and you put it in the back of your head. And it allows you and whoever's in the room with you to basically go into your head. You go through like a door and like the little kid, for example, like he's in an arcade. So you've right. got loads of arcades in there and like, you know, little uh, capture machines and all that sort of stuff. And then he's got all the memories in like little capsules. So he can look after, you know, like memories of his dad and stuff reading in books, like all that sort of stuff. He's got in little memories that children can look at and stuff. Um, but there's a w- evil woman who lives at the bottom of a well <clears throat> who wants all these keys. And the whole thing is them trying to make sure she doesn't get hold of the keys. And it's, it's, it's done really, really well. Um, and it, it's, I'll say me and the, the wife were saying, it's one of those really weird shows where if it wasn't for a couple of elements in every single episode, you'd wholeheartedly think, this is definitely a kid's show, like a family show, you know, like mm. the Goonies, all that sort of stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but 
the mum had a bit of an alcohol problem and then they put that into like the adults you know to be like oh she's hiding like gin bottles in the back of the cupboards and stuff like that um so the kids won't sort of necessarily get that obviously there's the murder of the dad so there's there's like those couple of things that in there so like hey it is an adult show but by the by like yeah you know if your kids you've got kids that are like 13 14 whatever i definitely think you'd probably be able to watch it with the kids because it's just it's a really really fun one and i wholeheartedly recommend you and shell get onto it mm, i think it's okay. a really good show and it's just been apparently season two was supposed to come out last year but due to covid has been pushed back right um, but it's just been re- renewed for season three so we're going to get three seasons from this so far which is very unusual for um netflix because the amount of shows that they just seem to just cut the cord on before their time yeah it's, 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 it's hard and fr- yeah and frustrating no more away no it's, I, was, I wish i could get into that yeah because um, i know it's supposed to be really good but it's a sort of stuff. thing it's the sort of thing that one day you will have absolutely nothing else to watch um just sit down and watch it like all well, in one go and so we, you'll we, just binge a series we got up to episode three i think it was of it and then we were like yeah at some point you know, hopefully I'll get going and it'll be all right. And then we just stopped. It was the same with Ozark. Star Wars and Ozark, which everyone's like, this is the greatest show since Sopranos. This is so right. good. And I'm like, all right. We're up to like episode eight of it. Yeah. And then we just stopped watching it. it was yeah, just, fair it, enough. It didn't get great. Um, I've, not, I've not seen anything about that show, to be quite honest. I've not. It's like one load of awards and everyone, I know, when you put like, yeah. you know, did they, they Everyone was talking about Ozark. Like, me and the wife tried watching it, and then you get the whole thing of, no, you don't understand. Just literally watch one more episode, and it will, you know, you'll get it. It's like, okay. it's like Breaking Bad Syndrome, where right, 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 right. you say, you know what, we watched season one. Yeah, but season two, where it gets going, it's amazing. But, but we watched the first three episodes of season two. Yeah, but carry on watching it. Like, I, I don't want to get up all the way up to the last season before we're like, is this any good? Because yeah. so far, it's pretty pants. And have a pretty poor ending. Yeah, wasn't so, terrible. I've seen a, an awful lot worse, but yeah. I think that, that's your thing now. Know how it ends as well. So I've got no possibility to actually be like, no, what? Let's plow through to see X happen. All right, okay. So you know, it's a bit of a shame. But what we have started doing because now we've watched that, and both me and the wife really liked um, Lock and Key. I was like, what else has she not watched on that she said she really wanted to watch? So we started watching Stranger Things last night. Because um, I've seen up to, I thought only seen up to season two, but when we went to start watching it, it was like, "Hey, continue watching season three, episode six And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> don't don't remember getting that far in it." Mm. Um, so we started watching that because she wanted to watch it back in the day, and you know what? It it it's a little bit better than what I remembered it being. Like I remember it being really slow and boring and just hating the kids in it. And they don't get it wrong, I'm not like, Stranger Things is the best thing I've ever seen. But mm-hmm. it, was, it, it was a bit better than what I remembered it being. Like, I don't know if it's just because the kids, I've seen it, so I know how annoying the kids were, or okay. I'm not expecting it to be, because before I started watching it, it was Sean that was like, this is the greatest thing yeah. in the world. Yeah, you definitely you know? sort of, you 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 put up a bit of a, a, a blockade for things that people are telling you you will love, you know. You know, you know yes. if everyone's going on about something, it's it's like it's it's ruined it. It's it's done. 
Yeah, it has. And I think that's why, again, with things like One Division stuff, I want to jump in episode one before mm-hmm. everyone gets that chance to be like, you need to watch it. Yeah. Because we did, like, we lent season one of Breaking Bad off you on DVD when mm-hmm. you, you had it, like, and that was about four years after it came up. Yeah. <laughs> so we're like, oh, let's that's see it. how good it was. And I was like, um, yeah, no, it wasn't as good as what people said. So it's nice to just start something which had people haven't had a chance to try and ruin for you or re- relentlessly quote every two goddamn seconds of the day before you, you get a chance to watch it so you know everything that's going to happen in it. Mm, yeah. I mean, it's it's weird. I Because, yeah, I, I bought the DVD and it was just... It was it was before it had really gone huge over here. I think... I can't remember whether any anything was showing it. It wasn't on Netflix yet. Um I'm not even sure Netflix was a particularly big deal yet, but I remember hearing all this amazing stuff from the States and people had been obviously pirating it over here. So I bought the DVD fairly cheap thinking, oh, this right, give this a go. This might be my next show and not just not getting drawn into it. Like you say, the first series just isn't, isn't that great. And everyone, whenever you say that to people, everyone's like, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But it gets so much better and it does get better. It was, it was the first thing I watched when I eventually got Netflix I was like, right, come on, let's let's actually give this the proper go then, and um, and I enjoyed it. It had it had some really good moments, but overall, I don't think I'll ever watch it again. And I've definitely, even though I'm, I've been told I'm missing out. I've not gone and watched um, Better Call Saul or El Camino or anything like that. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've watched it. Ash's nan and granddad have my Netflix, <clears throat> and they watched Better Call Saul before they. Like they didn't know that it was prequel to Breaking Bad, so they watched Better Call Saul, and both of them like, "You need to watch Better Call Saul. It's 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 amazing." And I was like, "Yeah, but it's it's Breaking Bad, and everyone said that about Breaking Bad, and I'm not bothered." And like, "Oh, Breaking Bad." Like, yeah, watch Breaking Bad. So they watched all of Breaking Bad and (laughs) watched Better Call Saul, and like me and I still haven't got around to doing them yet. But at some point, one day, yeah, I think when there's literally nothing else on netflix amazon prime disney plus or yeah any other streaming services we're going to run by then i might I might give it a third shot <laughs> i just i have this bad habit at the moment though of what well not even at the moment for, for ages of watching stuff that i've seen before and part, part, yeah but partly is i think partly it's um I want something on that I, it doesn't matter if I miss any of it. You know, I'm doing other stuff at the same time or I'll put, I'll just set my tablet up on the side table and I go to bed and I'll fall asleep to a show. And it's, it's oh, absolutely fine. I can't fine. do that. And it annoys yeah. Ash because Ash well, loves watching stuff or listening to stuff as she goes to sleep. Oh, this has, I have my but, headphones in. But, but if something's on, yeah, I'm like, I need to watch this to the end. Like <clears throat> I can always feel myself falling asleep, and then I, so I know when I'm about to go, and I'll I'll turn it off. So it's not it's not that bad. But um, like I've gone through. I, I mean, it's, I, I've mentioned on this. I went through twenty four. Um, I went through Lost. I just finished that recently. Started watching Prison Break again. Although I'm not sure why, because while the first season's really good, the the next ones just aren't that great. <laughs> But yeah, I should be watching something new. But I kind of, I don't want to. I don't want to watch something new that I've got to give my absolute undivided attention to. So I don't know. It's tricky. It's tricky. Right now, unless when, when Modoc comes out. 
potentially yeah i mean i'm sure i'm curious in fact that'll go on to disney plus stars plus won't it yes. so yeah modok they, they announced there was two or three animated marvel shows and one of them was howard the duck one which kevin smith was doing one of them was modok and there's another one which i can't remember um no i can't can't remember what it was i, I might have a google but um yeah the howard the duck one unfortunately has been cancelled um i can't believe that yeah i don't know what what happened with it whether it's just kevin smith didn't have any time for it or what because he's he's pretty much going all in on he-man isn't he yeah but it's just it's it's either the fact that like one of the the best um things that people loved in easter eggs and like everyone was so besought by the fact that they did the little mini cameos and stuff in the yeah. mcu is bringing how to back so when everyone gets so excited about it, I'm like, oh, yeah, we're going to do this. And I'm like, actually, yeah. nah, scrap mm-hmm. it. And I, I don't know why. I genuinely don't know why, because it was, would have been awesome. Absolutely. But, See, um, but the, the, the one that, that has sort of gone right uh, through is Modoc. Um, and the interesting thing, I, I had no idea. I'd not really read anything about it, but it's essentially it's it's like robot chicken style. It's similar sort of animation. I don't think it is the robot chicken people. I think it's just the the look of it. Um, but it they they've released a teaser for it. It's coming to Hulu um, in a couple of months. But it's it looks very interesting. I'd like to see a bit more of it. But um, I I like the sort of the more adult. Uh, animated comic book shows like um, the Harley Quinn show is really good. I don't know whether you'd ever did you ever watch that? No. no. Really good. Well worth watching. I mean really short episodes so you know with you can watch a couple and get a good feel for it and decide whether you want to continue with it but it's decent. Um, but yeah this looks quite interesting. It's one of those characters that not a lot of people know about but I think they're I mean that, that I think that's why Howard the Duck would have worked so well but Never mind. Never mind. Yep, hundred percent. Because he is awesome, and his new run's been great as well. To be fair, yeah. So mm. I can't I can't understand why it hasn't been. The other show Dan was uh, Tigra and Dazzler. Oh right, okay. That was that the one that got about. that was the one that got cancelled. They were both all three were announced at the same time, and mm. only um, Modoc was going. But beside that, you've got uh, Monkey Hit Monkey never heard of um, no. and the live action show hellstrom which is actually out oh yeah so that's now. on now yeah that's right. <clears throat> i think that's going to be our other one now as well yeah that that looks interesting that's in my queue ready to go it's all about the serial killer and stuff in it which looks pretty cool mm. so i know nothing of the comic but um yeah the the, the sh- i watched a trailer for the show and it looks interesting mm. the um the, the, there's another animated comic book show starting soon which is um invincible which is mm. it's a Robert Kirkman's other series that he had running alongside Walking Dead was Invincible, um, and I got the, when I was going through um, when I was going through a sort of a fate years and years and years ago of reading a lot of physical comics. I would buy a couple of graphic novels every month every time I got paid, um, and a lot of times I would just buy stuff that I never read before and I just was interested in seeing something. And that was one of them that I got because I started getting into Walking Dead. Um, I never got past the first issue, but not for any reason other than I think there was other stuff that I was reading. But um, it, it was it was really interesting and stuff I've heard the direction story goes 
it sounds like an animated version is going to be great. There have been talks of doing TV shows and stuff of it for ages, but it just doesn't feel like it would work. And an animated version is ideal. And I think it's the same for a few comic book um, series. I th- like, I don't know whether you'd ever you've ever read Saga, um, which Bits is Brian pieces. Brian K. Vaughan who did uh, Why the Last Man, um, it, and it's it's so good, so very 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 good. Frustratingly, it's on hiatus. Uh, hiatus that was supposed to have ended about a year and a half ago. He he said, look, there's going to be. I think it's. Oh, I can't remember whether it's 48. I think it was 48 issues. I think it's going to be 96 total. 48 takes you up to the halfway point. And he went, right, here's where we're pausing. Uh, we'll be back in about a year or, or a year and a half, two years. We're just going to, we're going to get a load of stuff written. We're going to get a load drawn so we can just get into it and not break. And yeah, we're, we're, we're well over that now. I think we're about two years past when they said the next issue was supposed to come out. But it's the it was the biggest selling um, creator own so you know in, independent uh, comic of, of of all time when it came out and it was still re- selling really 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 well by the end of of the the first run so I don't understand why they've not picked it up again I mean no, I get stuff like Morning Glories unfortunately while well, it's my favorite well one of if not my favorite series that's just never going to come back that they finished season two and it just went on break and it's never coming back. And it's very mm. frustrating because it ends on such a horrible cliffhanger, which so did saga, but at least with saga, I know it's coming back. So you'll yeah. find out what happened next. But anyway, the point is that would fit a cartoon so well. Mm. And they said, it, we're not, we're not going to do that unless the whole series is wrapped up. So it will be a while if if or when that happens but that's so so good and also we don't get to talk talk about comics much on here but um the the a, a, ser- a, a current running series that is well 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 worth having a look into is called uh something is killing the children um and it's it's it's, it's about these sort of monster hunters uh that basically just can, like eat kids and this yeah town has got these these monsters that only certain people can see as well you can uh, most people can't see them so they just see these invisible things ripping children apart and then eating them it's it's really wow. dark really good well uh, i like i can't stress how well how how well worth reading that is i might have to uh, give that one a go absolutely yeah, I'll, i've got a few digitally so i'll send you i'll send you a link oh yeah awesome if you don't mind just a library link so you can see but anyway yeah i've meant to talk about that for a long time but uh, i just we've never got around to talking about comics so there we go finally we're there you at least we can finally knock off the k from our little list oh wait no <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly uh, and uh, while we are talking about things that are adaptations of mm. the stuff we haven't talked about this yet either, which is surprising considering it's supposed to be like one of the next big things. But the Borderlands movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's interesting. added loads and loads and loads of really good, big names people. Yeah. This. Um, so they've, they've already announced that Kate Blanchett is in it. Yeah. Um, Kevin Hart is in it. Jamie Lee Curtis and Jack mm-hmm. Black. Um, it's Ellie Roth that's, that's actually. I, doing the, the film and he's yeah. just announced that the 
the lady or the little girl, sorry, who played young Gamora in Infinity War. Right. She's playing Tiny Tina. Okay. Um, now, I think someone like Tina Fey or uh, Tara Strong would have been great for Tiny Tina because their voice acting capability and just their sheer craziness would be great for her. I obviously don't know much about this young actress apart from the fact she played the younger Mora in Infinity War. Wait, so so they've they've cast like a 12-year-old girl and you're saying they should have cast Tina Fey or Tara Strong? Yeah. Okay, interesting. Because Tiny Tina is quite young, but I don't think this. I don't think a. I don't think the parents will be happy with the language and okay. the, the the reasoning, the story well, behind yeah. this. It's Hollywood. This they 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 happy for them to do anything if it gets them a job. I'm sure. This is live action, though, right? This isn't. Yeah, so the, voiceover. The, this is live acting, but yeah. I would say the the characters that I think that they could pull off, I think would do a better job than what potentially this this young kid might be able to. I might be completely wrong. Okay. She might be absolutely perfect for it but i just think it's a little bit you know i don't know i mean the, the, the casting overall seems quite odd because they're casting quite a lot of older actors and actresses mm. when the actual characters in the game are generally much much younger right like i think i read something that kate blanchett is like double the age of yeah. the characters playing um oh, in fact it was um, Jamie Lee Curtis, I think she's in her twenties. The character, and she's uh, much older. Which, you know, I mean, I, it, they must have a direction they're going with it, which is maybe these are older versions of the characters or something. I don't don't know. I don't know enough about Borderlands to to comment really. Mm. It's it's going to be interesting because the, the games are good they're, they're completely overhyped massively overhyped they're nowhere near as good as what people make out but they are fun it's just yeah. a, a comedy looter shooter with like the, the the villain is a great villain like handsome jack is awesome but if you're going to play any borderlands games 100 play tales from the borderlands because tales from the borderlands is incredible it's nothing like the other borderlands games but the story is typically Borderlands, and it is genuinely such a fun game to play through. Um, I'm, I'm sure, have you played or have you got it and you haven't got round to doing it yet? Um, I've played a bit of Tales of the Borderlands, and I've got three, but I've not played it yet. You need to play all of Tales from Borderlands. It was mm. one of those, like the Tales of series, like or whatever that they do, that they're always great. I mean, The Wolf Among Us is by far one of my favourite games like i absolutely adored the wolf mm-hmm. among us and tales from borderlands is by far probably what the second greatest game that they do um, and the batman one's really fun as well to be fair but all of those are great and they used to always pop up on playstation plus yeah the well, absolutely i think that's how i've got tail in fact no i've got a physical copy of tales but um the batman uh first series they did i have that and that's another one of those it's just there's too many things. I mean, we'll, um, we'll segue into PlayStation Plus in a minute once you're finished mm. with this, if you like. But there's so much stuff that I've got through PlayStation Plus that I'm just um, struggling to go to decide what to play next, and it's, it's only going to get worse. It is the, the, the Steam library equivalent for console owners. Yeah. Because there is just so much stuff on there. 
um, that I'm just like, yeah, I'd love to do that. I'd love to play that. I'd love to play they're, that. They're really, really going for sort of. I think that they're, they're they're trying to get people to talk about PlayStation Plus over Game Pass without going down the Game Pass route. Yes, it feels like because giving away control like definitive edition of control which was a bit of an odd one right there so that was this no last what what, what month is it it's march now it's march now. <laughs> february's playstation plus was control ultimate edition which only came out in december mm-hmm. so control came out like last year beginning of last year something like that um the ultimate edition had the extra two dlcs included in it um they announced that it was going to be uh coming to playstation 5 this this year i think march sometime um but it you wouldn't be able to do digital upgrade on the normal version it was only going to be the complete version the ultimate version so everyone who'd bought the game uh originally and then bought the dlc separately and then got ps5 subsequently were getting quite annoyed so there was a little bit of a backlash about that um and then it was on sale just before christmas on the playstation plus store i think it was about 15 to 20 quid for the ultimate edition so apparently loads of people bought it and then about two weeks later they announced that the ultimate edition was going to be on playstation plus the next month so <laughs> then they had loads of furious people at least on reddit mm-hmm. there was a lot of furious people um so yeah that's been free i mean the the, the fact that they're launching games for the PlayStation 5 and just going, here it is for PlayStation Plus. I mean, the first big one they did was when when uh, Fall Guys was was free. It was just like, right, here it is. Yeah. So, such a good move because then suddenly everyone can play it. I mean, I don't know whether it's how well it's stuck around at this point now, but everyone can play it straight away. You know, people would spend money on the microtransactions and stuff if you want to, so they get the money that way but it also makes people keep PlayStation Plus. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they've gone... I mean, they've done a similar thing with Control now for next month with... Um, or this month, rather, with Final Fantasy VII Remake. This is the one. It's insane. That I am so fucking jealous about. So, I... Did you did you ever get it? I, I'd never... I'd, I literally was about to buy it. Mm. And then I had that, like, oh, my God, uh, I can sell all this to get a PlayStation 5. And then I right. just play on the PlayStation 5. And then sold the PS4 um, with all the stuff on it. And then the PS5 has just become the most insane thing to get hold of. And then I used the money on, on Ash's yeah. presents. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I never really got, got my PlayStation 5 to play it. But it was the one game that, when it kept coming out, I was like, once Oliver settles down, and I can actually get more game time in. It's mm-hmm. the first game I'm going to purchase because I was so excited to try this one out. Now, I know 8 has always been my favourite. Um, 7 is a great game, and this, the look of it, looks absolutely fucking stunning. Absolutely. The, the demo we played, you know, I like the way the combat goes. I know a lot of people prefer turn-based like me, but I like yeah, Final Fantasy yeah. 15, So I because I'm used to it now. I'm like, you know what, combat in 7 doesn't bother me as much because... Um, used to it in 15 and now that they've refined it and made it a lot nicer it's going to be even better to play mm. so as soon as i seen that announcement i was like why don't i have my playstation i'm like i'm just absolutely devastated now because now yeah. he's settled down a lot more it gives me more time to play i could actually get around to playing it 
So I'm like, ah, and then it makes it worse because obviously the that you just saying they've announced the um, the integrate. Yeah. Um, so there's a coming out on the PS5, which, which is it's a really genius move. Really, they've said, look, okay, here's the game completely for free, and it will play on the PlayStation Five. It'll you'll have that free digital upgrade, but also we're going to release it with DLC. Um, with an entire story mission that you, you can play that you are going to want to play. Um, so if you haven't got that, you can buy it. So rather than buying the whole game, people are just then going to buy the DLC, which will probably be about 15 to 20 quid. So it's mm. still going to make them all the money. Yep. So I don't know. That seems seems very a, a, a really shrewd move to me. Yeah, 100%. I think it's it's really clever the way they've done it. Um, yeah. And it's for people like, because you haven't played Final Fantasy VII, have you? Uh, no, and th- and that's that's the only thing. I was curious, it's when they announced it, and, and I was like, right, do you know what? I'm going to actually be able to play this. Should I grab get my Vita out, charge it up, and get stuck into fan, a proper Final Fantasy VII? Because it's, it's, it's the same as, remember I was talking about um, playing Yakuza. And I was like, where do I start? And loads of people at, online had said, just start with zero because that's the beginning of the story technically because it's the prequel. But half the fun of that is going, it's, it's probably knowing the characters from one, two, three, four, and then going back and seeing them, you know, how they've changed, the, how, how they came up and all that sort of stuff. So is some of the fun of this game being like, you know, knowing the story and knowing how it all turns out um, and all the characters, you know, seeing how they've changed it. Is that is that half well, half the fun? Is that some of the fun? I know it's, a, I mean, from the short bit I played, like you say, the demo, I really liked it. I really liked the way that it worked. So I'm absolutely going to play it. But I just don't know whether to give the OG version a go properly first. Well, that's the thing, because I think the, and I, I think you know anyway, so it's not really much of a spoiler. Oh, but, I know somebody dies so i will oh no it's it's not that what, okay. what the thing i say is the remake basically isn't technically a remake oh okay yeah 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 fair enough so yeah. i think you're safe whichever option you want to play it as mm. um i think you're one of those few people that actually be like oh and play through the new one because obviously it'd be a lot short for you to get through episode one <laughs> or part one so to speak of, yeah. um, it's not that short a game though is it I, I heard it's a, it's a pretty much a full game, uh, can, and the only reason it's split into two is because it's forty hours into yeah. into this, and it, it's that, but it only covers part one of the story, yeah. like Midgar. It covers yeah. basically, um, and now there's been a huge shakeup in in part two, mm. um, which is the point, isn't it? It is. It's like a, um, it's like the Star Trek reboot <laughs> to sort of give it. Give it something that is mm. basically that I like. It, it, um, it, it's not that it's trying to be like here's a complete remake of it. It is the same story, but then something changes the path of it, right? Yeah, yeah, so exactly. So it gives this a new timeline. It's the Kelvin timeline of the Final Fantasy world. Yeah, and now the um, the main dude, Soya Nomoro, who's the the Good director effort. of it all and has been for 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 centuries of our um he's he's stepped away from the director chair what uh, for the part second two. part oh, okay. yeah despite the fact that it's heavily in development he's gone he's gone 16 with, or with, with everything else that we've announced now um because not only have they said 
you know, part two is going to be coming soon. Um, we've got this remake, part one, coming out for the, for the PlayStation 5 with the Yuffie. Yeah, with uh, the Yuffie expansion. Which Yuffie is ace as well. So she was one of my favourite things in Final Fantasy VII. So mm. the fact that she's getting a side story, like DLC mode, which is coming in, is just incredible. Um, so, again, you, you'll love Yuffie. She's, she's awesome. So being able to take the chance to see her thing all properly fleshed out in this. And then if you do go back after getting a bit of a hook into it, and play Final Fantasy VII, you'll you'll buzz off knowing more about Yuffie as well, which I think okay. would be nice. Then that's a good way around, then I think. Yeah, because you're going to spend about 100 hours in Final Fantasy VII, hmm. so I think having like a 40 hour, well, to play, you don't have to spend 100 hours in. It's just I know what you're like in yeah. getting the the thing. So when it gets to like collecting the golden chocobos and stuff, I know you'll be like, oh yeah, this is fun. Chocobo racing's ace. I want to get all of this. I want to get Knights of the Round, and okay. Knights of the Round is. A phenomenal summon, but it takes a, a fucking long time to get hold of, and an even longer time to actually use. Okay, because uh, you could literally start summoning knights of the round, and then go make a brew, and come back, and it's just about to finish. And <laughs> um, that's how long it goes on for. But Girl, it is ace. Start making myself brews. <laughs> that's it. I'll make yourself in there, and I'm, I'm Namiyaki or. No, uh... <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a great alternative. <laughs> Fancy a coffee. Uh, no, do you know what? I'm going to have a knock on <laughs> Um But yeah, so this this next bit, again, will be awesome for you. Mm. One way. It's massively divided the fans at points. Um, so they've, they've announced they're basically doing, in effect, the world of Final Fantasy VII. It, it's basically going to be the, the Square Enix MCU but just the Final Fantasy VII CU. <laughs> um, right. Well, that's what they've announced now is the sort of the direction of it. It's sort of, it's almost it, spinning off. It's, yeah, it's spanning its whole thing. Because obviously you, you've already had like Advent Children come out for it, yeah. uh, Crisis Core Crisis, come out for yeah. it, Dirge of Cerberus. Before Crisis, which only came out in Japan, never made its way over here. Um, so you, you've had like a few bits and pieces all come out. Um, but what they're doing is he's redoing it all again. Um, and it's called Ever Crisis. And it's it's basically, it looks as though it's turn-based. It's a chapter, single-player chapter-orientated game that's coming out. Okay. Um, graphically, it looks a little bit nicer than Final Fantasy VII, but that's sort of aesthetic, um, which is coming through. However, when it hits the combat, it then looks as though it's coming into the Final Fantasy VII remake style of it. Um, like graphically, it looks stunning. So again, it's just similar to the way Final Fantasy VII did it. Final Fantasy VII looked like a Lego character when you were ragging around the map. And then when it went into combat, they looked like proper dudes. Yeah. It's hard to describe, but they looked like actual people instead of Lego people. So in this now, the ragging around in a you know, a nicey, nicey sort of legoy sort of way. And then when it hits the combat, it literally turns into Final Fantasy VII Remake style graphics. It's phenomenal the way they've done it because it's coming out on mobile at the moment. It's only iOS and Android. Yeah, I'm just, on, yeah I've got this up here now. It's weird. Which, it looks weird, but what they're doing for it is... It's got all of the games and yeah. Advent Children and stuff. You're going to be able to play Advent Children. Yes, so you choose what chapters and make your own Final Fantasy VII story the way you want to do it as. 
Okay. So if there's bits like Dirty Cerberus, which everyone was like, it's one of the worst shooters in the PS2 history of, of games. Mm-hmm. You don't have to touch it if you don't want to touch it. We've made a our spin on it, and this is how we're going to play it now. But if you just want to know what the story's like and you weren't, you didn't have a PS2 at the time, you can now play Dirty Cerberus and know what the story's like in it, go through chapter by chapter. Um, the interesting thing is it's turn-based. So for all those people that were like, I, I wanted a Final Fantasy VII remake, but I know I want it turn-based, I want it the way it should be. Well, you've got this now. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what this is. Admittedly, it's only on Android and iOS. But the pocket edition of Final Fantasy XV also came out on the Switch. Yeah. Uh, I, if, there's a, if there's a mobile game that, that any big studio is doing, it will come out on the Switch. So 100%. I'm, like, I'm so glad Ash has a Switch because when this comes out, that's what I read will be playing. <laughs> I can see it. Like, it, yeah. it, it, I love the whole prospect of it and the idea of it. And I know it's going to be probably episodic and stuff, but I, like, mm. I'm genuinely stoked. Like, I think that's going to be really awesome. Well, someone like yourself, though, that I, I would have thought that actually fits your, your life now. Yeah. You know, to, to have an overwhelming like 100-hour game sat in front of you. Or have like a you know a ten part, ten hour uh, per episode game. That that's surely that's sort of fits yeah. in a little bit better. I'd have thought. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So if it did come out on the Switch and stuff, like awesome. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I still since we talked about Cyberpunk about four weeks ago. Yeah. I haven't booted up that laptop since then. Oh, fair enough. So it's like I have just haven't had a chance to do it because we've been watching stuff and and whatnot. But, you know, like, now we'll start watching Stranger Things because yeah. I'm, like, three seasons into it. Like, I'll play on games on the phone while watching it or watch, you know, like, I've been playing Knights of the Old Republic on the phone while we've been watching Stranger Things. So mm-hmm. the fact I could, like, play uh, the Final Fantasy VII games while exactly. watching stuff that Ash wants to watch. Yeah. You know, and I'm well off for that. I think it's going to mm-hmm. be awesome. But the one I'm not interested in is First Soldier. I don't know why... Square Enix. Well, I know why, because it's money. But I don't know why they're going like, oh, what what, what do fans of Final Fantasy VII really, really want? Right, we know they want the remake, so we've started doing them a remake. Uh, we know they want it turn-based stuff, so they've got Ever Crisis. What's the one thing that everyone's been petitioning for? You know, oh, yeah, that's right. How about we do a Battle Royale spin-off? Um, and we do it with none of the characters from oh, wow. Final Fantasy VII in it. I've not even heard about this. Yeah, so they announced this after the state of play. Yeah. Literally, straight after it, they put up a tweet going, oh yeah, we forgot to say, boom, <laughs> have this. And they released the trailer, and it, it, it genuinely just looks as though they've gone like, right, okay, so Fortnite everyone loves, so why don't we just use the aesthetics of Fortnite um, and just put in our summons into it so people can use magic? Yeah, it's so... It, that's. The thing is, the thing about Fortnite, it's not based on franchises, is it? So it's, I mean, I know, I know you yeah, can get ownership. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but I mean, it's not like, like this is a game that Final Fantasy fans might want to play, but a game like this needs millions of people worldwide to want to be playing it for it to be, to be a success. So stuff like Fortnite, you know, and and PUBG when that was the big thing at the time. It's got nothing, no starting point for people. Like, if you like this, you're going to like this. Yeah, you know what I mean, you, I don't think there's you enough. Know what's going to happen is because it's a free one to play on the mobiles. Yeah. It, all it's going to be is all the Twitch streamers, all the YouTube streamers, 
cosplaying as Ares or T- Tifa. Fair enough. And playing it, yeah. it's going to get hits and people go, oh, that'll be fun. Maybe. I, jump on that. I, just, it, I just can't see why people would play it if you're not a Final Fantasy fan over something like Fortnite. Yeah, I think it's it, because it's the the unique mechanics of having the magic and the summons come into okay. it. Okay. Like I, I completely agree. Final Fantasy fans they should have just done be the ones that are going to massively get into it. They but. should have done it like um like the, the what the beat them up. Um there it goes. Yeah. Uh you know what was the one that oh, they did? Oh, uh, Dissidia. Sorry. Yeah, Dissidia. like that which is just it spans all the Final Fantasies. You could just, you know, it was like I, I don't know some sort of battle royale, just spanning the the whole saga with all the different um, characters, and that might have been a little bit more intriguing. I don't know. This seems like a, yeah. to, to nail it down to be like this is specifically Final Fantasy Seven seems a little bit odd. Don't know. Yeah, it's it's a weird one, and it's also the fact that again, it's only coming out on iOS and Android. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. Like, I understand the mobile market is a huge market, but Battle Royales, as someone who's tried Fortnite and Pugvert yeah. on, on mobile, they're nowhere near as much fun as what they are on the actual consoles. And that's a game that could easily just be out on the... It seems it's going to be free on the iOS Android. It could be free on the on the PlayStation Store. Yeah. Or, you know, Game Pass, whatever. And just, just literally put it on there and you'll get a load more people mm. playing it. Like most people aren't asked about mobile games anymore. It's only people like me that are like, you know what, I've got time for that. <laughs> so I'll do that. You know, it takes five minutes to have a game. I'll see what it's like. Like that sort of stuff. It's fine, but I just can't see it being successful in the long call if they're just gonna keep putting all these games on mobile. No. No. And no, I think I think that marketplace is too crowded as well. Mm. Seems like a a bad idea and they but And because it's not gonna be coming out until like I think twenty twenty two. Yeah, is when it's coming out as well. Like, yeah, is Battle Royale still going to be a big deal? I can't believe the new, um, the new version of um, the Call of Duty um, Battle Royale Warzone, isn't it? Is too big to fit on a normal PlayStation Four. Yeah. So yeah, the five hundred gig, which means you've got like four hundred and thirty or something like that. It's just, it's not that you can't have other games. You literally, it will not fit on it. No. It's and insane. they keep adding more stuff to it, like the zombies and stuff now. So yeah, absolutely, stuff, so it's crazy. Bigger, yeah. so it's it's ridiculous. Like yeah. they really just want you to only play that game That's and it. nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> well, in in an effort to sort of get us through a couple of quick things and wrap up, because uh, we are we're past an hour now. Uh, time flies, eh? Um, I've been playing Control, and I mentioned to you the other day. This is uh, just me and Reg having a conversation generally. Um, you said you know you were really intrigued to play it and i was like yeah it's it's all right it's i'm on like the tipping point uh, it's it's i get it with some games where i'm like I, like horizon i got a, a good few hours into that i uh, just it it started to i don't know start i started to lose interest in it and i haven't gone back to it since um and i, I think i'm a fair way through but i just i don't know whether i'm going to continue but um control was was getting to that point i was like Right, this is a a very weird, trippy game. Um, it, it's it's like a cross between, I don't know. It's sort of got all the mystery of Lost. So I was like, right, yeah, I'm going to enjoy this. But then the sort of 
I don't know the the gameplay, some of the gameplay mechanics of like Half Life or Portal. So mm. on paper, sounds right up my alley. But after playing it for a little bit, I was just like, I don't know. It's just I can't see this really getting any more interesting. It's just all a bit samey because you're running around the 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 Federal Bureau of Control. So you're in this big office building, and that's just where the entire game seems to be set. But fortunately, as you're getting through, different sections open up, and you've got like a sort of a, um, a power plant section and you know security and whatnot. And I am now fully 100% just dragged into it, and it's brilliant. Really enjoying it. Really, really enjoying it. It's very oh, hard. Sound. And you know what? It, it, it's a stu- remedy. So, you know, I mean, they've made some amazing stuff, like all the Max Payne games, for example. They, yeah. they clearly know what they're doing. Every now and again, you'll see a game that just it just oozes quality, like God of War, when I played that. I was just like, this is just amazing. Like, there's nothing about this game that doesn't show you that this studio knows exactly what they're doing. This feels the same as that. Things like the, there aren't um, there aren't difficulty levels. You can't pick an easy difficulty level. But what mm. you can do is, you know, completely fine tune and reduce the the damage from uh, from attacks or your shield strength or the rate that your gun reloads, things like that. So <laughs> if you're finding it a little bit too hard, you can just, you know, go, all right, let me just like tweak this a little bit. Um, and when you go to do it, when you go to turn on these functions, it does say, look, we've designed this game with with what we think is a good challenge but a really you know really satisfying fulfilling game so don't turn this on unless you think you absolutely have to please try it without it first and if you if you can't do it then fair enough like it literally asks you three times are you sure you you want to turn it on now all right fine we'll turn it on so it's uh they, they have it's it's clear that they know what they're doing a studio like this and it just it looks beautiful as well really good voice acting everything so i'm really into it uh, i'm not you, sure how big it is but i'm really enjoying it did you ever play alan wake no never got round to it right, okay because the this edition another one of that ties into um ties into alan wake oh well, does it they're, they're set in the same universe apparently all oh, right okay um so yeah it, it's one again another one because mike got the complete edition when it first came out um, and was going on like Reg you have to play it and I was like I, I will and I was like I'll borrow it here. and I was like when I get my Playstation 4 back from people I'll take you up on that because I'm fucking dying to play it Yeah. and then obviously got rid of it and <laughs> I was like damn it it's out on PC and my PC like, laptop's good enough to handle it so yeah. you know it's one of those that at some point I probably will grab it because I think I'm going to be sticking to the laptop for a while fair enough like, a long while, oh, so. yeah well it's it's on Steam now isn't it yeah, exactly, and it's Steam and Epic, isn't it as well? Yeah. Right. So I'm not one of those. That's oh yeah, give it a bit of time, well. wait for it to be the free game on Epic Store. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm really not bothered about how many no. things I have. Oh, how much longer did you have left on your PlayStation Plus? Did you? I suppose you didn't renew it, did you? Because you were just getting free. Yeah. No, that's games. it. I was genuinely just yeah. getting free enough games continuously, oh. so I never bothered with it. Never mind. Uh, right, uh, the, the the very last thing, just to wrap it up then, it's kind of a one more thing. Um, so there's a, a man who's been arrested for sending 37 death threats to Square Enix because he couldn't win at one of their games. What? 
so um let me see uh apparently <laughs> yeah 37 death threats such as i will seriously kill you cheating developers um to the point where they actually had to call off a live broadcast that they were going to hold on the 20th of november because of the death threats so 39 year old uh toshiyuki suga from matsubishi town in saitama prefecture in japan he said apparently to the police i couldn't win and was feeling frustrated and got emotional and while they've not actually said what game it was that he was apparently not winning at um people have worked it out and it seems to be um a dragon's quest uh, rpg called dragon dragon's quest of the stars which is a you know play to win right. type thing smartphone yeah. game and yes, he spent uh 1876 dollars equivalent Ooh. on this game uh, wow. trying to get uh, trying to get a specific prize from one of the loot boxes holy yeah. shit yeah mm. that's that's insane <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently in one of the threats he said to square enix employees that they need to wash their necks which <laughs> apparently translates technically to prepare to die stemming back to samurai days you wash your neck so you can have your head cut off <laughs> oh wow oh dear oh wow that's that that's insane that, that's really insane um also Mm-hmm. So I've just been on Epic to um, to see what the free game was and, and purchase it. Okay. Uh, oh, apparently this is years old. How did I never know that fucking Unreal Tournament is now free to play as well? A brand new <laughs> right. one. This is no oh, yeah, yeah. yeah the all the here's all the free stuff. Featuring new content and returning classics. There's a lot of work to be done, but you're able to participate today and earn in-game rewards only to pre-alpha participants. Come back and check out the progress. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, fucking you know your boy Reggie's getting on that I used to um, love 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 me some Unreal Tournament the Unreal Tournament was the first game I ever modded wow and I, I, I say I modded I did it was the first game that I ever like got stuff offline of online and mm. used like character skins and model skins uh, that was coming through I absolutely fucking loved the original Unreal Tournament it was the, one of the if not still in my top five favourite games yeah. it's just phenomenal did you ever so, play i'm just i'm on this page as well just looking at what's what's free at the moment did you ever play was it smite that they did was it a turtles pack yes yeah. yeah so i never got around to doing the turtles part of it no um frustratingly um because has it been and gone or is it is it all still there it, it i think it's got about two weeks left of it because it was a battle pass so the, you could play them all like have the, like get them all to play in the battle pass time um, but they would only stick around if you either bought them or won them through the battle pass right um, okay. so obviously I'm not going to because of the sheer effort it takes to win games and stuff but Smite was a game I was obsessed with for ages I remember it was on the place it was a free to play one on the Playstation wasn't it yeah so when we went on our um, when we went on holiday to America uh, when we we all went um, Dave basically logged in every day so I could still get my credits. Oh, that's right. Uh, yes, on it because at yeah. the time my remote wouldn't work. Yeah, remote play at the time wouldn't work, so he literally logged in my account every day so I could still get my free credits so I could buy the skin for one of the characters in it who turned her into a K-pop um, chick. <laughs> um, Fair enough. 
it was it's, it's awesome. But the game itself is brilliant. Again, it's one of those. If I still had people that played it, I would happily jump back on it again. Because yeah. yeah, I, I had loads of fun on that. Loads of fun. So, yeah. If you're, if you're up for getting it, I'll more than happily play with you. And we can, we can play it. No time, Reg. I've got episodes of Prison Break to watch. <laughs> no time to play. Wow. What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but you could play this while you watch Prison Break. True, very true. Because we spend most of our time dying in it, and you've got to wait like you know three minutes or whatever to. Oh, it's come one of those. Back it? It's one of those that when you die, you wait <laughs> ten seconds the first time, yeah. then like thirty seconds, and then by the time it's ended, you wait in like ten minutes so you can <laughs> just go and have a brew and a coffee and you know make yourself a butty and make myself a knocking on my yaki. Make yourself a knocking on my yaki. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. Speaking of which, I'm hungry. Fair enough. You have to make an economy, yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> nice. Yeah, if only there was a video that would show us exactly how to make one. Yeah, if only I. Head to YouTube.com forward slash nerdod. Oh, R1. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Anywho, it's been a pleasure. Always a pleasure, never a chore. Although, before we do go, can I just say RIP to, uh, to Japan Studio? Oh yeah, yeah, I did. That's that's upsetting. That is yeah. genuinely upsetting to me. But yeah, we'll leave it at that. So Fair I don't enough. cry. Fair enough. But yeah, thank you everybody for listening. Like for hanging around over all you people that aren't UK wide, and even more special thank you. <laughs> no, don't don't don't, don't single above. No, exactly. Everyone is equal. In everyone lockdown. is awesome. Exactly. And they are. I like you Thanks all. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Toodles. Bye. Oh, in fact, isn't this week our 50th? No. Uh, all right, bye. Bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs>